Welcome to Indie Radio News Read. I'm Prathamesh and you're listening to the news updates for September 7, 2022. Here are the international news updates for today. Putin says West sanctions fever wrecks European lives. Vladimir Putin has condemned Western sanctions imposed because of Russia's war in Ukraine as a fever that poses a threat to the entire world. In a speech to an economic forum in Vladivostok, he said Russia was coping with the West's economic aggression. But the Russian president warned the quality of life for Europeans was being sacrificed to sanctions while poorer countries were losing access to food. He also said Europe was cheating poor countries out of Ukraine's grain. Albania severs diplomatic ties with Iran over cyber attack. Albania has severed diplomatic ties with Iran and ordered Iranian embassy staff to leave, accusing it of orchestrating a major cyber attack. Prime Minister Edi Rama said a probe had found incontrovertible evidence that Iran hired four groups to mount the attack on Albania on 15 July. The hackers tried to paralyze public services, delete and steal government data and incite chaos, he added. Mr Rama described Albania's response as extreme but entirely forced on us. The United States said it strongly condemned the cyber attack on the NATO ally and vowed to hold Iran accountable for actions that threatened Albania's security. Pakistan's Manchar Lake subsides amid rage to help victims. Water levels in Pakistan's biggest lake are starting to recede, officials said, after last-ditch attempts to prevent it from bursting its bank. Manchar Lake in Sindh province is dangerously full after record monsoons that inundated a third of Pakistan. Its banks were deliberately breached to protect surrounding areas and more than 1 lakh people have been displaced. Teams are racing to rescue thousands still stranded in Pakistan's worst climate-induced disaster in years. Manchar Lake straddles two districts, Jamshoro and Dadu, with an urban population of more than 1 million. Seven drowned in flooded South Korean car park after typhoon. Seven people in South Korea have died after they were trapped in an underground car park during floods caused by Typhoon Hinamnor. They had gone down to move their cars but got caught by the incoming torrents. Crew said they rescued two people who reportedly survived by clinging to ceiling pipes for more than 12 hours. Typhoon Hinamnor, the strongest cyclonic storm this year so far, hit South Korea earlier this week. Rescuers had to wade through meters of brown water to enter the almost completely submerged basement on Tuesday night. 9 million doses of Cuban Abdala vaccine to reach Mexico. On Tuesday, the Mexican government announced the purchase of 9 million doses of the Cuban vaccine Abdala for immunization against COVID-19 of children between 5 and 11 years of age. The Undersecretary of Prevention and Health Promotion, Hugo Lopez-Gatell, said that with 9 million doses that given that it is a three-dose scheme will be enough for 3 million girls and boys. According to the official, the Abdala vaccine is part of the scheme contemplated to immunize 15.3 million children aged 5 to 11 years old. This will also include Pfizer's nearly 8 million doses, almost 800,000 donated by South Korea and 10 million from WHO's COVAX mechanism. Now to the national news stories. Congress's Rahul Gandhi flags his Bharat Jodo Yatra. The much-touted 3,570-kilometer Bharat Jodo Yatra began at Kanyakumari in Tamil Nadu and will move northwards, passing through Tiruvananthapuram, Kochi, Nilambur, Mysuru, Bellari, Raichur, Vikarabad, Nanded, Jalgaon, Indore, Kota, Dausa, Alwar, Bulanchar, Delhi, Ambala, Pathankot, and Jammu before culminating in Srinagar. The Congress party is touting the yatra as the biggest mass contact program since independence and a turning point in India's political history. 
The march will proceed in two batches from 7 a.m. to 10:30 a.m. and from 3:30 p.m. to 6:30 p.m. While the morning session will include fewer participants, the evening session will see mass mobilization. The participants plan to walk around 22 to 23 kilometers daily. On Rohingyas, Bangladesh asks India to lean on Myanmar. Ahead of her arrival in India, Bangladesh Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina said the Rohingya were a big burden on her country and suggested India could play a role in persuading Myanmar to take them back. Briefing the media on Tuesday on Hasina's visit, Foreign Secretary Vinay Quatra did not respond directly to a flurry of questions on whether the Bangladesh side had raised the issue. Bangladesh, which hosts over a million Rohingya refugees, however has made clear on several occasions that India must use its influence with the Myanmar junta to take them back. Even before the coup in Myanmar, Dhaka had tried without success to get Nyapidao to take the refugees back. Job creation, equitable income distribution are priorities, says Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman. Job creation and equitable income distribution are our top red letter priorities, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman said at the US-India Business Council's India Ideas Summit on Wednesday. Inflation is also a priority, but not a red letter one as we have been able to bring it down over the last couple of months, she said. India doesn't have the luxury of sequencing priorities and efforts to tackle them must take place simultaneously, the finance minister added. Speaking at the summit, she further said the government will review the functioning of the National Investment and Infrastructure Fund or NIIF to make it more robust. Alt News' Mohammad Zubair granted liberty to move Delhi High Court. The Supreme Court on Wednesday granted liberty to Alt News co-founder Mohammad Zubair to approach the Delhi High Court for quashing of the FIR lodged against him at Sitapur in Uttar Pradesh. It said Mr. Zubair's petition will be decided on its own merit, uninfluenced by the order of the Allahabad High Court, which had denied him the relief. A bench of Justices D.Y. Chandrachud and Hima Kohli noted that all the cases lodged against Zubair in Uttar Pradesh, including that in Sitapur, have been transferred as per top court's order dated July 20 to the special cell of Delhi Police for investigation. CBI searches West Bengal Law Minister's residences with regards to coal scam. The Central Bureau of Investigation on Wednesday conducted searches at half a dozen properties and the residence of West Bengal Law Minister Moloy Ghatak in connection with the investigation in the coal pilferage scam. Teams of CBI officials conducted searches at the minister's residence at Asansol in the state's Paschim Bardhaman district and in Kolkata at Alipur, Lake Gardens and near Raj Bhavan. According to the investigation agency, the search was carried out after the minister failed to appear before the agency despite summons being issued to him several times. An MLA from Asansol Uttar, Mr. Ghatak is an influential Trinmul Congress leader. Thank you for listening to Indie Radio Newsreel. For more news, audiobooks and podcasts, stay tuned to Indie Radio or log on to www.indijournal.in. Also consider subscribing to listen to our premium shows. 